0: From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 130, for the week of April eighteenth, two 2013. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello there, and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by our Disneyland team. Nancy Johnson, Mary Jo malata Willie, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel. In this segment, Michael tells us about this year's D23 Faniversary event and events like it going all across the country, like
1: people taking over the world or something like that, Michael. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. <laughs> yes, the D23, everyone's official and... Favorite Disney fan club hit well, the not road. Every, hit not everyone's, but okay. no, not
0: everyone.
1: With <laughs> <It's> D 23s <laughs> Disney Faniversary celebration, and this commemorates dozens of Disney milestones, celebrating anniversaries in twenty thirteen. Um, it the shows went around to ten different cities last um this year, and it ended at the Walt Disney Family Museum in San Francisco. Um, it began last year with in the museum, um, but. Last year, D23 added cities after the initial Fanniversary tour, so I'm assuming they're going to do that again this year. Um, The D23 member price for the Fanniversary was $21, and general admission was $35.
0: It wasn't that much last year, was it? It
1: I don't think it was. I think it was was, a little cheaper last year. So some of the... Things they talked about were milestones in films, classic characters, favorite attractions, and entertainment spectaculars at Disney Parks, the Disney Channel, Disney Cruise Line, and of course the founding of the Walt Disney Company in what year? 1923. So um, so now when we checked in, we got some loot. We got our D23 Faniversary button, which we had to wear if we wanted to get into the presentation. It looked just like last year's okay. um, with Chip and Dale on it with the little pennant, except it says 2013. We got a Frankenweenie flip book, and there's two scenes from the film in it that uh, of, uh, of Sparky running on the little treadmill and they're making the film, and another one after he comes alive, the second time, spoiler alert, and he's, jumped, <laughs> and he's, and he's jumping around. Um, also, two booklets that it looks like they were sent out to Academy of Motion Picture members promoting Brave and Wreck-It Ralph for Oscar nominations. Which
0: are and neither, act- which are neither ce- celebrating anniversaries, okay.
1: No, but I, they were probably left over. I probably had a box somewhere in the archives. But these are really pretty for fans of the, you know, those art of books. This is sort of, uh, these are nice. They have some really nice art and there's some, um, concept art and quotes from, uh, different movie reviewers from across the country. And then at the back it says, for your consideration and oh, in every yes. category yes. it lists Folks
2: yep. um, that they'd like nominated. Nice. So that's those are
0: it. definitely
2: Academy uh, things. Just we have a few of those around the, the
0: house. It's a pleasure to be nominated. I have nothing. You didn't get anything. You didn't.
2: Well, get, you didn't. Well, get Nancy said she got. Oh no, I've been nominated multiple times. Oh. So I'm the, I'm like Susan Lucci. But um, <laughs> no, it's Nancy it was, it was it throwing was out. Oh, we've got yeah. some of those around the house. And well, not, my husband like works Lucci in television. And, do so, yeah. you like how I did that? I set her up for one drop, and she responded with another name. Like nice. That was perfect. Nice. That was classic Nancy right there. I set you up. No, I ball. just said my husband works in television. <laughs> That's double. That's like the same one twice. If we're doing shots, I'm almost, I'm almost <laughs> under the table.
1: <laughs> you become a drinking game? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry, I had to go there. <laughs> I'm right. done.
2: My smart aleck comment is done for the next five minutes.
1: All right. Continue. <laughs> well, you know what? If you want to feel old, you know, attend a fan anniversary event. I, I went into this presentation like with a spring in my step. I felt lighthearted, happy to mingle with other Disney fans. I sat down, the lights dimmed, a few movies and TV shows came up that brought back boyhood memories, only to be told it was the 50th anniversary of their debut. Ouch! <laughs> I know, really. <laughs> By the end of the presentation, I had a shawl around my shoulders an earphone. <laughs> Held up to the side of my head and I was walking with the aid of a cane.
2: Shawl around your
1: shoulders. Maybe you were more like Susan Lucci (laughs) than me. Because a shawl is not (laughs) Anyway, so whilst waiting for the show to begin, we were treated to a slideshow consisting of like maybe Three slides of a few trivia questions and then a plethora of D23 ads. And I thought, okay, we're all D23 members. Why Why do we we, need ads? Anyway, so so look for this at the D23 Expo and all other D23 events for the next 12 months.
0: Um, (laughs) The same slides.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, our hosts were Justin Arthur of the Walt Disney Archives and Billy Stanick. He's the web editor for D23. And they had really good chemistry. They delivered their cues handily. Um, you would expect that since this was the last um, presentation. And so they started out with 90 years ago on October 16th, what's now the Walt Disney Company started. Okay, so gang, how old will Mickey Mouse be this year?
0: Mm. 13, 20,
1: 113 minus 28, I don't know. <laughs> Any right. guesses? It. Anyway, he's celebrating his 85th birthday.
0: Yep. Wow.
1: Yeah, I break
0: out got the calculator.
1: Yeah, so that's when Steamboat Willie debuted on November 18th, and he talked about how this birthday's been celebrated since 1978 when Dave Smith confirmed the date, um, when he found a movie theater po- um, program in the archives listing the debut of Steamboat Willie. Nice. And um, but okay, he debuted in Steamboat Willie. But what was actually the first Mickey Mouse cartoon?
0: Playing crazy, yeah, that, yeah.
1: playing crazy, Yeah, you got it, you got it. And Ub Iwerks, who is Mickey's animator, he created 700 drawings a day in order to produce that short in just three weeks. Wow. So, huh? um, yeah, and then and, they, and, they, and interspersed with some of this, they showed different clips. They they showed a really funny clip uh, of the with the Canadian Broadcasting Company interviewing Walt Disney in 1963. This was the most laid back interview I've ever seen, and they have uh, some of these um, excerpts of this interview in the Walt Disney Family Museum. But uh, as they're interviewing Walt about the creation of Mickey Mouse, he's drinking coffee, he's munching on a sandwich, <laughs> he's doing it was it was really hilarious to watch. Um, They showed uh, a clip of an interview with John Hench from 1998. He, uh, besides being an artist and an imagineer, um, he kept painting Mickey Mouse's official portraits until he was 95 years old. Wow. And they showed a lot of proposed artwork for some of the Mickey shorts and things. Now, this is the 80th anniversary of arguably the most famous piece of Disney jewelry. What do you think that is? The, the
2: Mouse Mickey Watch. Mouse, Watch. The exactly. Mouse Watch.
1: Exactly. Ingersoll's Mickey Mouse Watch. And also, it's the 80th anniversary of the most famous Disney magazine, the Mickey Mouse Magazine, which was replaced later on by Walt Disney Comics. And this, so this one's for Tony. It's the 80th anniversary of Walt Disney's first hit single. So, Tony, what is it? And I have a hint. It's not by Anthrax. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You know, I'm really only a fan of the the really deep when he when Mickey was into the blues that whole period, <laughs> huh. and then some of the and then some of the you know um, like death metal later. But I I I don't I don't know the early stuff. Uh.
1: So anybody have a guess? What was the first big hit single? Uh, Who's Afraid of the Big Bad Wolf? You got it, Mary Jo. Really?
2: That's right, from
1: The Three Little Pigs. Debuted May 27, 1933, and it played for months in theaters. Um, A a short that has just been restored is Ferdinand the Bull, and it debuted 75 years ago. What makes this significant is there were a whole lot of inside jokes. If you've ever seen the film, there's a whole parade of matadors. Every single one of them are caricatures of Disney artists. And they're all drawn by Ward Kimball. And it's rumored that the last matador was Walt Disney. But um, Ward Kimball would never confirm it. And um, and if you listen to the voice of voice of Baby Ferdinand, it's Walt Disney. <laughs> so I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah, so I didn't either. So that was really cool. Um they moved into the war years and talked about it's the seventieth anniversary of several of the well-known films that the studio produced then probably the most well-known is Saludos Amigos because this is where we first see the talents of Mary Blair um the Disney artist people mostly know her artwork in It's a Small World um but what they did is they displayed a real doll from the archives that's presented to Walt Disney by the syndicated press of Argentina during this trip when they went to South America to um you know, to gather material for Saludos Amigos. And it's a gaucho doll caricature of Walt Disney. And they rescued it from the prop department. This doll is truly frightening to look at. Did you ever see that old television mini-series? It was, like, called Trilogy of Terror? Yes. Yeah. Remember that little doll? Yes. Yeah, yeah. well, this could have been that doll. Okay, that's
0: scary.
1: Yeah, it was a really scary doll. But it was cool to see it. So, and they showed some of Mary Blair's concept art of the Baby Ballet, which was an abandoned segment of Fantasia um, that she did. Um, a couple of we now have the anniversary of the first Disney sidekicks. and They're celebrating their 70th anniversary. Everyone want to take a guess?
2: Oates and Garfunkel.
1: Oates and Garfunkel. <laughs> You're very close. <laughs> I think these guys hung out with them. They were Pluto's and Donald Duck's sidekicks. Anybody Chip and Dale? Yes, Chip and Dale. They were unbilled co-stars in 1943's Pl- Private Pluto. Apple they were in t- 23 shorts from 1943 to um, 56. And in 1989 they debuted in Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers. <laughs> so. And um, also in 1948, it was the birth of the nature documentary when Walt Disney's True Life Adventure, Seal Island, debuted 65 years ago. And he won an Academy Award for Best Documentary. And ultimately, there were 13 films um, in that series. And they showed the clip that they show now. I think it's standard at every D23 event. Lemmings? Lemmings? No, not the Lemmings. It was um, Roy Disney talking about the sliding ducks from right. the vanishing yeah. prairie, um, prairie. They, they so, threw them? Yeah, they threw them. so they showed that. And that was cute. Not, okay. not,
0: as, not as bad as throwing lemmings.
1: No, no, not as bad as that. <laughs> Poor lemmings. Um,
0: the they're, 60- they're so misunderstood.
1: Okay, and this is the 65th anniversary of a rootin' tootin' cowboy. Any guesses? Uh, that is? Pick- pick- yeah, the toughest critter w- w- um, west of the Alamo. He debuted in Melody Time, and...
2: You have to sing that, Michael. Pardon me? You have to sing that.
1: Oh, I, didn't, I don't See, have how sexist
2: is that? They talk about Pecos, and Slewfoot
0: Zoo. is just not considered.
1: I guess not. Well, it's
0: her it, anniversary, too.
1: It is, but the cartoon wasn't named after her. <laughs> but this showed the, but this highlighted the, again, the artistry of Mary Blair and Cod. Claude Coates who's probably most well known for um, the haunted mansion his work in the haunted mansion and 60 years ago we flew to the second star to the right when what film debuted Peter Pan Peter Pan in 1953 and Tinkerbell's animator Mark Berth, uh, Mark Davis I'm sorry it's the 100th anniversary of his birth also right now so I
2: didn't it. know that Mark nice David- man he was
1: yeah, what were you saying Mary Jo?
2: I didn't realize that he um, created Tinkerbell.
1: Yeah, yeah, that mm-hmm. was probably what he's most famous for. And they showed um, a pencil test of Tinkerbell and some of his development artwork. And originally, he envisioned Tinkerbell as being a redhead.
2: Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. So. Um,
2: but then he figured blondes had
1: more fun, and so he uh, yep. changed it. Yep, yep, guess so. And then in 19... 19- Fifty-three, the third live-action film, *The Sword and the Rose*, is, um, was That's released. That's an awesome movie. I've never it, heard
2: of it before.
1: It starred Glennis Johns, who would go on the star in what other Disney film?
2: *Mary Poppins*.
1: That's right, as Winifred Banks, our favorite suffragette. Yes. So. Now, this year, it's the 55th anniversary of Disneyland attractions that have not been replicated in any other Disney parks. Woo-hoo. So, name them. What are they?
2: Storybook Canal and Casey Future? Um, No. No. <laughs> Alice in Wonderland?
1: No. Yes. Alice yes? in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland. One of them? Oh. Um, wait, what year
2: are we talking? about? Pinocchio? No, was Pinocchio uh, in with that uh, one? This Matter, is uh, it's of at the
1: attraction, so it's fifty fifth anniversaries. Do the
2: math. Alice in Wonderland, Mr. No, Mr. Ball, was in another.
1: Yeah, that was the uh, original.
2: Well, not the mini- Pinocchio hasn't been duplicated.
1: No, but it, it's not celebrating its fifty fifth anniversary. That no. was with the new Fine. Fantasyland in
0: Monorail? No. No. Mm-hmm. Matterhorn Can it show it? It's not
1: okay, right? Well, one of, yes, that was 59. Um one of them is, is on the rivers of America. The
2: canoes?
1: No, the Columbia sailing ship.
2: Oh, oh wow, that's a good
1: years ago. And then two are sort of connected. When we take uh, the Grand Circle tour.
2: The
0: tr- Oh, the dioramas?
2: Oh, the primeval yep. Yeah,
1: yeah. The Grand Canyon diorama and Engine Number Three, the Fred G. Gurley, all debuted. So, um, and so they showed a clip of the christening of the Columbia sailing ship. Um,
2: oh, that would be was so. Who christened it. it, Michael?
1: So I don't remember. They what they showed was it sailing with all the people on board okay. and I don't remember who actually. So we christened. don't know
2: who its godmother is.
1: No. <laughs> I'm sure it's. Um, I'm sure we can find out. So they also showed a clip of Catherine Beaumont on re-recording the voice for the Alice in Wonderland um, attraction when it was, um, you know, redone in 1984. And then 1963 is the 50th anniversary of actually some of my favorite films. So Hicetus, Figidus Mictetus, Mum, Prestidigitonium.
0: Sword in a Stone. That's
1: right, Sword in a Stone. And then come along, let's crawl to the Ugly Bug Ball.
2: Oh, um. I can crawl, see the dancing let's crawl way. to the yeah. Ugly Bug Ball. Gotta
1: crawl, gotta crawl.
2: Oh, okay. oh, is that um, is that um, So Dear My Heart? No. 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 Not silly symphonies, right?
1: No, but it's it. It was um a Haley Mills vehicle.
2: Oh. No, she did. Saved by Lulee. the Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Haley Mills. Okay, uh, was, she was in Pollyanna. She was Parent Trap. Mhm.
1: It was after those. So is Summer Magic? But before Summer
2: Magic, Dewey, okay,
0: yeah, because it was a mixed animation. It was a mixed animation one.
1: Yeah. No, there was. I don't think there's any animation. Yeah. Hmm, I don't remember. So, um. Anyway, and then there's a Disneyland attraction is celebrating its 50th anniversary when we were all welcome to a tropical hideaway.
2: Welcome to your tropical, that's a tiki tiki room.
1: Right, tiki room celebrating its 50th anniversary. And they showed a clip of the Barker Bird, and they also showed some of Mark Davis's artwork for the tiki room. He collected New Guinea art, so a lot of the artwork is... Uh, especially the um, tiki gods on the outside are based on um, his New Guinea art collection and all that. And let's see, a few other highlights... The funniest thing was in, in 1983, it's the 30th anniversary of the launch of um, Disneyland, the Disney Channel, and they showed a clip of a sneak pe- a preview of the Disney Channel, it was hilarious. And then um, Tokyo Disneyland, the first international theme park, um, opened up also. And, and let's see. That was, uh, that was this week, right? Yeah, yeah, it just happened. It just happened. 30 years ago. In May 1983, two major events happened. One at Disneyland, Disneyland's new Fantasyland opened. And then a beloved attraction at Epcot opened also in 1983. And and its song said, If we can dream it, then we can do it. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. A future built with care for you and me, a world we all can share. Horizons. You got yeah. it. Horizons. Of
2: course. Yeah. I was, Tony, really. I know Epcot, man. <laughs> Horizons is the greatest thing ever. Good
0: job, Tony. Gold star. <laughs> yeah.
2: I knew it. I knew when you said a beloved attraction, Horizons is the
1: greatest. Yeah, I've never it was. Been on it. it was good. So, um.
2: So yeah. Cause you got to pick where you were going to have the future. Yeah. At the end. That was so like mind blowing. I get to pick my own interactive, like the little walls would close on you and. Yeah, see, maybe some of us that don't know everything know some things. I'm just saying.
1: That's very wise.
2: Isn't it? I know. <laughs> I try to say it so vaguely that it could mean anything. Let me write that one down. Yeah. Yes. If, that should be
1: your new closing. Yeah, totally.
2: <laughs> if you are, then you could be.
1: Okay, um, okay. and um, we've all heard of Royal Dano. uh uh-huh. Yeah, he's the voice of his Mm -hmm. son's Abraham Lincoln. Well, also in 1983, his um, film that he was in is The Lightning Rod Cellar debuted, Something Wicked This Way Comes. Mm -hmm. And 25 years ago, in 1988, Roger Rabbit premiered at Radio City Music Hall, and they had an original prop from the film on display, and it was a maroon cartoon film canister. And one of the things they showed was a clip of test footage From um, Roger Rabbit, and all of the characters look completely different that time. But they wanted to show that they could combine animation with live action. So all the actors they used were not the actors we came to see in the film and and all that. So um, uh, some uh, a couple of other important events: 1988, Oliver and Company debuted, and that was the first animated film to use computer animation. So that's why it's significant. And then Maelstrom opened with Epcot's Norway Pavilion also in 1988. Disappear, disappear.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I know my Epcot's. You do?
1: You're on the the wrong podcast, Tony. I guess guess so.
2: I don't know if that hurts my... I I I, I like you in our podcast, Tony. Yeah, thank you. You add comic cream. I mean, you're, you're you have a lot of lot. and I know two facts about it. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I'm done.
1: <laughs> and then 20 years ago, Disneyland's Toontown opened to the public. Now, do you all know the backstory of Toontown?
0: That it was, it was it was always there. Oh no, that's fantasy fair. Never mind.
1: No, no, you're, <laughs> no, you're, you're right. It was it, it existed since the 1930s, and uh, Walt Disney was the only human who ever visited it. And Mickey Mouse suggested that Walt build a park next to Toontown, and then he later Walt later opened it to the public. So, and then three what have become really big cult classic films on the Disney Channel. Um, also made their debut 20 years ago. Hocus Pocus. Halloween, oh yeah, Halloween Town and The Nightmare Before Christmas. Wait,
2: how long ago is this now? 20, 20 years. years.
1: or
2: so. Oh my gosh.
1: I know, don't you feel old there?
2: Yeah. Hocus
1: Pocus was our children's favorite Halloween movie. We'll
2: watch it every Halloween. Yeah. It's a fun movie.
1: So, now the funny clip that they showed for Nightmare Before Christmas was actually a clip of Tim Burton on Hansel, talking about a Hansel and Gretel project for the Disney Channel in its early years. And apparently this was only shown once late at night and then they pulled it. And he's talking about it was for a series and he was doing Hansel and Gretel and he was showing the artwork and the puppetry and I thought, this is going to frighten children. This is going to give them nightmares. And, but you could see elements of Nightmare Before Christmas in it. And that, the Hansel and Gretel project must have been shelved. And, but he went on and used those concepts for Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, and in fifteen years ago, a major theme park over in Disney World opened. Tony,
2: uh, the uh of Animal Kingdom.
1: That's right. On May twenty second, it was the largest and most complex of any Disney theme park. It was originally envisioned as a part traditional theme park, part Epcot Pavilion, and part non traditional zoo. And what was the original centerpiece of the park supposed to be? Does anybody know? It wasn't the tree, tree of Life? Of life? No.
0: Hmm. Hmm, I don't remember. Mm. Yeah,
1: it was a three-tiered carousel huh. that lit wow. up at night and did all this, and then they decided it, it was not appropriate for that type of a theme park. So, And also, um, 15 years ago, Disney Cruise Line set sail, and what was the first ship? The Magic. The Magic, that's right.
0: July. Twenty
1: ninth or something like that. Oh wow! Very good. Twenty
0: somewhere in there.
1: And then ten. And then when it got to ten years ago, there were too many milestones to talk about, right. so they they just moved right on. <laughs> <laughs> and then so then at the end, what they did was they had a short uh, a short film. It was a salute to um, Walt Disney Archives, and it had the Illumination soundtrack, and it was really cute. It was well done, and it just showed clips from everything. And uh, you, know, you know every facet of the Disney Company, I have no doubt that anybody going to the d twenty three expo will see this um, so you know overall, with the added clips and artwork that they've done, they had a lot more um than they did the year before. This was really an enjoyable show um despite it not being really much more than a PowerPoint presentation yeah. that that really could be available online. Um, but but if D twenty three adds more fan anniversary events and it comes to your city, it's worth seeing. I guess especially if you're a misunderstood Disney fan and you want to meet other Disney fans, <laughs> Disney
0: fans. <laughs> and,
1: and this is your only way, um, then, then I but then I w- I would say it's worth going to it. But really, if you're a misunderstood Disney fans looking for love, uh, ch- start start a chapter of the Disney Anna fan club in your community. And, and, check and out the singles,
0: singles boards on the Diz.
1: <laughs> and, and um, if you have to drive a long distance to the fan anniversary um try to try to combine it with other activities because
0: yeah this trip by own
1: it, no it, and it's only like an hour and a half yeah. or so so um so that's the d23 the highlights of the d23 2013 anniversary so you know go team awesome thank you Michael
0: that is going to do it for this segment of the Disney Plug. Be sure to catch our other Disneyland shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.